This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and thank you for tuning in today. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show got my uh buddy here wendy peppercorn the brains of the building oh thank you yes hello how you doing i am good thank you it's nice to be here yeah it's great to be here it's uh i i think a timely topic to talk about a little bit and it's this idea that there's a difference between tax preparation and tax planning and i think it's a difference although it may sound kind of simple a lot of people just don't quite connect the dots there and you might not like that topic right it's taxes and some people just don't like talking about it they like kind of cringe from it like a hot flame or something but it's a subject that uh, is really important and i encourage you to tune in because it may be one of the most important topics we could discuss when we consider how taxes could impact so many parts of your life especially your retirement so today we want to explain the differences between tax preparation and tax planning and more importantly how engaging in the latter could be one of the most important things you could do to live the retirement that you've always dreamed of so before we get started we just want to remind everyone that we do not provide tax advice wendy myself we're not accountants we're not cpas just lowly certified financial planners that's but it not, not tax professionals everyone's situation is going to be unique and as with all of our clients we encourage listeners to seek the guidance of a qualified tax professional before you make any decisions about your personal situation and wendy when it comes to retirement planning you know i think a great question folks can ask themselves is what is your primary objective is it to have more income grow your assets maybe preserve your wealth Regardless of what you have accomplished with your finances, taxes are likely going to have a major impact. And to be as efficient as possible, tax planning should be considered when you structure your retirement plan. So if you're concerned that your current plan might have ignored the potential impact of future taxes, or maybe you don't have a plan at all, it's time to reach out to a qualified professional. Make sure that professional is qualified in helping you with tax planning strategies off Oftentimes, we call our brokers or advisors with the tax question. They say, great question, call the accountant. I get it. You know, they're not accountants, but it's why in particular at our firm, we have accountants right here. We have elder law attorneys. We have health insurance agents. I don't want to just push you off to someone else. So find someone that has those resources where that team can work together on your behalf. And anticipating these taxes when you create your retirement plan can really help uncover opportunities and strategies that can not only help strengthen your financial future, but it could also provide you with a greater amount of spendable retirement income, allowing you to afford the things you want. So we're gonna explain some of the elements that could lead to being more tax efficient in retirement, but what we really wanna spend our time on is helping you derive a strategy that'll help ensure you'll succeed in whatever your version of retirement is. And Wendy, I guess a great place to start is, you know, what the heck is the difference between tax preparation and tax planning? Yeah, definitely. Let's just start right there. There are some very major differences between what we consider to be tax prep versus tax planning. They're important to understand. For many people, dealing with taxes often means an annual meeting with their professional tax preparer. This could be an enrolled agent, your CPA, or another qualified professional. 
The process often involves, and it's typically limited to, reviewing the previous year's tax return, a general discussion on tax guidance for the current year, preparing returns, and possibly some tax savings advice for the next coming year. This is tax preparation, and by its very nature, it focuses primarily on the past. While tax preparation is necessary and hopefully valuable, it's far short of what we would consider to be actual tax planning. In many, in my view, planning is a more proactive process, and I want to stress it's forward-looking. It focuses entirely on developing strategies to reduce taxes in the future, and it typically involves a much longer time frame. It often considers such things as how to properly manage that tax bracket, how to fill up the bucket, finding the most tax-efficient way to withdraw money from your retirement accounts, such as those traditional IRAs and 401ks where taxes have been deferred, how to use tax loss harvesting to offset taxable gains. And this is a big one for the non-retirement type accounts. Analyzing when a Roth IRA conversion might be warranted. Considering strategies to lessen the taxation of Social Security benefits. And evaluating trust in retirement plan beneficiary designations from the perspective of future tax implications. While these and other aspects of tax planning may sound complicated, they don't have to be, especially when you have assistance of a knowledgeable professional. But there's one extremely important point to consider. To get the most benefit of tax planning, forward-looking, it should be addressed at the time that a person's putting together their retirement plan and their estate plan. Tax planning is even more important, Tony, if future tax rates look to be higher. Yeah, and I think to your earlier point, Wendy, you know, timing is important. This is an area, you know, we, we, we've done some shows where we've talked about kind of financial scams where people try to stress some urgency. And, and generally in our world, there's not big urgency to do everything tomorrow. But tax planning is an area where every calendar year that ticks by under these current low rate environments, we've lost an opportunity. So time is of the essence. There's some tax strategies we can implement for a couple. But once, God forbid, someone passes away, we lose the ability to do some of those. So it really is something you want to jump on as as soon as possible because there are so many great things that you can do. But, you know, it's kind of sticking your head in the sand because, you know, I guess, you know, taxes can be so intimidating for folks. But that's where a great qualified professional can help you. And and I think, Wendy, you were asking me about tax rates being higher. And, you know, if you believe that Congress is likely to raise tax rates in the future, tax planning becomes even more important. And while no one can know for sure, I think there's plenty of reasons to think that tax rates could be going up. We'll talk about some of those. But remember, let's take the politics aside for a second. Whether you voted for President Biden or voted for President Trump, you know, if we looked at President Biden's most recent tax proposals, and they haven't passed, and I don't know that they will, but he'd like to increase rates even quicker. But let's take that off the table. Let's assume he can't get that through, Senator Manchin or whoever is a holdout, and it just doesn't get passed. We already know the existing tax cuts that we got back under the Trump administration expire for individuals at the end of 2025. So we know rates under current law, rates are going back up in 2026. So that's a potential problem and something we have to think about. But it's also an opportunity because we know we can take advantage of these lower tax rates right now and set yourself up for the future because we are at historical low rates. Considering in 1980, the highest marginal bracket was 70%. 
70 percent yeah i'm so glad i wasn't uh, yeah, yeah. there was one point where it's 94 percent. yeah and you have a great chart that we review that's amazing yeah that's isn't it something else amazing interesting part about that chart is when that top bracket went up to 94 percent. there were a number of contributing factors but one of them was it was the first time in a country's history if we think about that time period world war ii wars are expensive it was the first time in a country's history we had more debt than GDP. And if you're not familiar with GDP, it's gross domestic product. Think of it as country's ability to make income. And, and so we had more debt than income. And then that, you know, got corrected for many, many decades. But now just a couple of years ago, it's the second time in history we have more debt than income. I don't think that necessarily means it's automatically going to 94%. But even if you look at the average in the low 60s for that top bracket, we're well below that right now. So it's certainly something to consider. And, you know, Congress and the Federal Reserve have recently pumped trillions of dollars into programs aimed at saving the economy since the start of the pandemic. And now our debt exceeds that mind-boggling figure of $30 trillion. And the pace that the trust funds supporting Social Security and medical programs could be running out of money, you know, causes some worry, understandably. And 23 provisions from the Tax Cut and Job Act directly relating to individual taxes will soon expire, meaning most taxpayers are going to see a tax hike unless some or all those provisions are extended. So not not to be doom and gloom, but I, I think for us, we're planning that tax rates are going up. So we want to plan for that accordingly because there are a lot of advantages, Wendy, of tax planning. Absolutely. And this is, I think, where the qualified professional really comes into play. While the tax tail should not necessarily wag the investment dog, long-term tax planning looking forward can be an important way to enhance your investment results. Higher future taxes can undermine that value of having most or all of your savings in retirement accounts, like traditional 401ks and IRAs, which defer the taxes. These and other retirement accounts have been popular because participants receive a tax deduction immediately as they make those contributions, and it brings your income down. The logic behind why this made sense was long based on the assumption that a person's tax rate after retirement would be lower than his or her rate while working and making planned contributions. And I think, Tony, you know, we know this isn't true. Just as we've talked about tax brackets changing, individuals saving well, you know, needing to take from these traditional accounts. They have pensions, Social Security, all these things are income that really keep you at the same tax bracket or really even higher. Maybe not that 94%, of course, but it's still a a higher tax bracket or similar to when you were working. And if this turns out to be true, it makes perfect sense to follow a strategy where the participant gets a tax deduction during the time when his taxes are high, right? So you want to make those traditional contributions. But then when your taxes are high, the only pay taxes, you know, tax rates are low. Well, I don't really think that's, you know, going to be true. What are low tax rates? <laughs> that's always a subjective question too. You know, if you look at historically, the top bracket when it started was 13%. Right. But Congress pretty, I think pretty quickly, oh, oh, we just have to pass a new law and we get to collect more money. Right. And then, of course, you had World War One and, you know, then rates came down over time. You had the roaring 20s that helped bring them down. And of course, you, you know, you had the, the great new deal and all these social programs that cost money in World War Two. They spiked up and took many decades to come down. But it has really been a roller coaster as far as what the rates are. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, 
sign up for educational, no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Absolutely. I think that and sometimes that's hard to manage. So that's where, you know, the planning and taking a long-term view, you know, really comes into play. You know, the future tax rates are instead higher. Deferring taxes might turn out to be a costly miscalculation. Long-term tax planning could help reduce this risk by implementing one or more strategies. Tax diversification. Many people have most of their retirement savings in a tax-deferred account because that's where traditionally everybody saved. Again, if you're thinking that tax rates would be lower, you put them into things that would bring your income down in the short term. This places the individual, though, at a greater risk if future tax rates do increase. If your major source of retirement income is taxed at higher income tax rates, there is little choice when it comes to where you can draw the income from and you have little opportunity to develop a more efficient withdrawal strategy. You know, we talk about our working with our children's kids, you know, our clients and their children, just having different buckets to draw from. You know, we love the Roth IRA, Tony, you know, say it with me, tax-free. Tax I love it. You know, that's the best thing we can really do and take advantage of that. You know, one effective way to manage your risk then is to diversify. Have different types of buckets of assets to draw from. Pay some tax now. Keep some deferred. Have some out-of-retirement accounts so we can do what we call tax-loss harvesting. You know, all those things play into that effective tax plan. You know, continue to defer your taxes on some of your money, but reposition those other portions so that the long-term capital gains could take effect, your Roth IRAs. There's a lot of good things that we still can do right now. You know, and I think the biggest thing we talk about is those strategic Roth conversions, something we nail home with all of our clients. You know, people confuse sometimes conversions with contributions. So we want to be really aware of that. But tax uh, conversions, your Roth conversions, is a series of partial conversions where the amount converted or moved into your Roth IRA is based on proper management of filling up your tax bracket. The objective is to convert to a tax-free Roth IRA in the most efficient manner possible. You know, you want to be sure that when you look at your Roth conversion, it is a taxable event. You do pay taxes now. You are taking money out of an account that has never been taxed. So the government does want to get their taxes. But again, we believe probably we're in a lower tax environment. But it's generally preferred, you know, too, that we have taxes paid upon the conversion, you know, just to make sure you have the funds available. In addition to current taxes, Roth conversions can potentially have additional tax consequences that we always want to be sure people are aware of. And those additional consequences could be tax withholding, right? Because you're creating more income in already an income environment, loss of certain deductions and credits, higher taxes on Social Security up to that 85% potentially, and then higher Medicare premiums. So it's important to consult with a qualified tax advisor when you do this. But I think really, if we look at tax brackets, Tony, even if we were subject to a little bit higher Medicare premium, that Medicare premium is not locked in forever, right? It's just looking at your income of that year, and it has that rolling effect. So your Medicare premium could go back down. Yeah, we, you know, we think about these as strategic Roth integrations, it shouldn't be done haphazardly, because to your point, point, it can have a lot of consequences. For some people, it just makes a tremendous amount of sense. Other people may not make sense, and it could be very different dollar amounts. But boy, the concept is simple. Rates are low right now. Let's pay today's rates now and then get that growing. As long as we meet all the qualifications, income tax-free, coming out tax-free, 
passing on to your loved ones income tax-free. That's a big one. That's a good one. Right? Some people come in, and that's a stated goal. I want to pass on as much money as I can. I'm going to eat ramen and SpaghettiOs and spend as little as possible. Other people, though, are going to end up, whether it's their stated goal or not, just because they're such conservative spenders, they're going to end up passing on a sizable amount of money. Let's make sure Uncle Sam isn't the biggest winner when that when that event, unfortunately, happens. And there's a lot of issues, I think, that get ignored when we engage in tax preparation. And, and there are issues that can you know, easily get kind of pushed to the wayside when a focus on tax is on tax preparation instead of tax planning, excuse me. And some of the more common ones that have a significant impact on future taxes could be retirement plan distribution rules, take money out of your IRA, 401k, or other traditional tax-deferred plans too early, and you'll most likely be hit with a 10% penalty. But even worse, start distributions too late, and the tax penalty is a whopping 50%. I didn't say 15, 50, 5, 0. It's a massive number. But instead of focusing on the negative, where tax planning might reap big long-term benefits is to recognize that in between being too early or too late is this golden period when a person might have a great deal of flexibility and restructuring their retirement assets for long-term tax savings. Also really important, I call it the income tax dilemma. It's what we call a widow's tax penalty. For any married couple, we know that the spouse will ultimately become a widower or widower. And while the death of a spouse brings on so many challenges, from a tax perspective, the survivor can be left in a much worse position. This is because the implications of filing taxes as a single person instead of married couple filing jointly makes a big difference. It's not a favorable change. Oftentimes we see couples, someone passes away, they lost one Social Security, so they have less income but they're actually paying more in taxes. So they have less usable money. That can be very problematic. That's a problem we can fix, but we have to fix it while both are alive. Once someone passes, unfortunately, it's too late. And Tony, that's that planning. You know, it's going to happen, unfortunately, right? So planning and looking forward is something we can really help with. Really important to plan. Social Security taxes, Wendy, is another one. Up to 85% of your benefits can be subject to taxation. And this can take quite a chunk out of the amount of money of income available to spend on travel, hobbies, living the retirement you always dreamed of. The good news is with advanced planning, it might be possible to reduce some of the, you know, kind of taxes that come out of Social Security. And in that result, if, if, if less is going to Uncle Sam, you have more to spend. You don't have to take as much out of your nest egg to make up the difference and, and your money lasts longer. So that can make a big difference. And remember, how much of your Social Security tax is based on a formula of your overall income? And there's a number of things included in that. We don't have to put you to sleep with that today. But if you implement strategic Roth conversions early in retirement, then later when we're taking Social Security and we need extra money, the money we take out of the Roth, as long as it's done properly, is not counted in that formula, which means less of your Social Security may be taxable. It makes a big, big difference. And Wendy, there's also tax implications of leaving money to your heirs. Yeah, and I think that that's a good one that sometimes people don't always think about. I mean, I guess if we think about that tax brackets are going up, and that will be in our lifetime, what about those that you're leaving money to? I mean, it's going to continue to probably go up. The tax code right now provides a step up in basis of an asset transferred at death. When properly planned for, this can allow highly appreciated assets to transfer at death free of income taxes. What that's looking at is it brings up that cost basis, that initial purchase price. So if you had held 
asset for a substantial amount of time and pass that on, it does look at a different price and passing on to the heir. And if you have a trust, there's even more reason to be careful as to your beneficiary designations. While trusts are an integral part of estate planning, they're not always suitable beneficiaries for IRAs. As soon as those assets would go to the trust, they can become fully taxable and then at a trust rate. And that's just more taxes paid that really is not in the plan or what you intended to do with leaving money to your heirs. I actually met a couple recently who was in exactly that position. She was inheriting mom's IRA and it was set up in the trust improperly and so they were ending up they were paying tax rate or excuse me trust tax rates which are pretty ugly and that could have been avoided had that been structured properly i guess it's it's important to remember that investing may be more of an art where tax planning is more of a science and when people look to strengthen their retirement savings they often turn to their broker or financial advisor and focus exclusively on investing we think that's a mistake we think investing is part of a retirement plan. It's not the retirement plan, but a lot of brokers use techniques such as asset allocation, diversification, dollar cost averaging, and the like to structure and manage the portfolio. And while these and other strategies can help achieve successful outcomes when it comes to investing, there are very few guarantees in a world of investing. So you want to be careful there. And seldom can a person just follow a set of rules to achieve a specific and known investment outcome. So for this reason, I think investing is more of an uh, art than a science. But tax planning is different. That's more of a science than an art. The IRS tax code is a rule book. Follow those rules correctly, and the outcomes are fairly predictable. So if your goal is to increase your spendable retirement income, right, remember, you know, you have that big 401k, but maybe that's the largest, you know, asset that you have. That has a big old IOU stamp on from the IRS. And when we structure your income plan, important part of your retirement-ready roadmap, you know, I, I'm not so concerned about the gross number. That's great. But how much do you get to keep after taxes? Because that's what makes a big, big difference. So if your goal is to increase that spendable retirement income, the tax code, depending on your situation, has dozens of ways that might allow you to succeed. They're clear-cut rules that can possibly reduce the amount of Social Security benefits subject to taxation, reduce the amount of capital gains subject to tax, increase tax deductions, provide an income tax-free inheritance to heirs. There's so many we could go into, Wendy. There's We talked about the strategic Roth conversions. There's very successful and implementable uh, kind of charitable strategies, whether it's a qualified charitable distribution or a donor-advised fund. A lot of folks don't realize if you're selling an investment property, a business, a highly appreciated asset that's subject to long-term capital gains, great ways to minimize or sometimes eliminate those taxes. So, so many strategies out there i think it's really important to consider but when do you got to consider as you're working through this do you have the right financial advisor for the job and i'm going to be biased of course all of our clients yeah. have if they the right have financial. wendy they're in good shape, in good <laughs> shape. <laughs> they have anybody here they're in great shape and of course i'm biased i think everybody needs a financial advisor there's lots of different things to consider in your financial plan why would you want to mess with that why not get a second set of eyes someone you rely on that can review it give you that strategy do that tax planning. Retirement planning involves implementing strategies that help you enjoy the lifestyle you always dreamed of you would have after you stopped working. So many people now stop working so they can travel, see grandkids, do many different things so different than it used to be. And this sounds simple, right? However, if the actual execution was simple, people wouldn't have to worry so much about running out of money 
And then there's possibly the number one concern, which is what we hear a lot, Tony. That's when people come in. Will I have enough in retirement? Tax planning and retirement planning are closely linked. This is because taxes are such a large expense as you go through life. And this expense often does not reduce as much as people would expect it to after they stop working. In fact, there are reasons to believe that this tax expense might even grow again in the future as we think that tax brackets are going to go up. Of course, you're going to pay more taxes. So planning, planning, planning that includes searching for ways to be more tax efficient can be an important piece of the overall retirement process. Great points. And maybe you're listening today and saying, well, how do I know as my advisor you know, implemented some of these strategies, a good way to know if you have the right financial advisor is to just ask yourself a very simple question. How many times in the last five years has your financial advisor or broker come to you with strategies designed to position yourself in a way that might reduce your taxes over the next 10, 20, or even 30 years? If you've never had this conversation, then perhaps it's time to consider getting a second opinion on the tax efficiency and the ability of implementing tax strategies in your retirement plan. And I can't stress enough, Wendy, now's the time to talk about taxes with your advisor, the, the former President Trump tax cuts end in just a few years. And when they, when they do, the potential impact on retirement planning could be dramatically different because the amount of the standard deduction is going to go down, but the tax rates are going to go back up. So you need to review your financial plan, see how this could impact you. You might find that there are opportunities to help protect yourself and your retirement from these future tax increases, but the window to take advantage of these opportunities is closing fast. These tax strategies and many more can have a massive impact on the longevity of your portfolio. Appreciate folks tuning in. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.